hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. It is April 1st, 2022. I have no April Fool's jokes for you because we're actually living in a fucking joke. I think most of you know that. But if I'm going to start out today, uh been a lot to go over. It'll probably be, this might be a double episode, double decker. But uh, hate's a strong word. You know, hate is really uh, a word I don't like to throw around, but I do. Um, but most of the time, you know, you really don't mean it. What, there's not a person that I've ever met that is still in, involved in my life, in my everyday life, that I could say I hate. I, I might disagree with them. I might dislike things they do. I might like not like their sense of humor or their attitude. And they're all going to be able to say the same thing about me. It's, it's, it's just an imperfect world. Not everybody loves everybody, but, but hate... Hate is a really strong fucking word, man, that I, I don't really like throwing around like I do, but I do it anyway. There are some things I definitely hate, and I'll get into a lot of those today, but uh, I just I just kind of wanted to throw that out there because you get hate mail and stuff like that and get people that really say they, they hate you, 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 you kind of feel like shit, but I mean, it, it's just a strong word. Don't play with it. It's kind of like love. You know, you don't say you love somebody if you, if you really, really don't, you know, my opinion, that's starting out this episode of the zero hours, right? So of course the big uh, distraction or event of the week, the slap heard round the world at the uh, Oscars, like I don't know people that actually still give a fuck about the Oscars, but I wasn't watching it. But of course, I seen the clip of Will Smith responding supposedly to a joke made by Chris Rock about his what I call pretentious bitch of a wife. And I seriously think it's more her than Will on this one. But Will Smith, I'm going to go over this because everybody else has talked about it, but I think, in this case, Will Smith's a piece of shit. Uh, he let his wife manipulate him to say, basically, the eye roll told him, you better do something about it. And a lot of people say the, the slap was staged. I don't, I don't believe that. I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy on that one. But I think, you know, when you're, uh, from Chris Rock's point of view, you're, you're hired to MC the Oscars, right? Your job, you are a full-time comedian. You're a comedic, comedic actor. You're a stand-up comedian. Uh, you roast people. That's what you do. Uh, I mean, like the Golden Globes with Ricky Gervais, still the fucking best monologue ever. But he went after everybody. But... Yeah, Will Smith's, uh, uh, I guess his opposition was that he mentioned her being bald, but she has this, I don't even know how you, apposecia or something. I don't, don't know. I, I don't know what it, what it's called, but something where you lose your hair. But here, here's my thing with Jada Smith is... You get so offended by somebody joking about your bald head that you've been walking around with since 2018. I get it. It's not your fault that you lost your hair. And it sucks to have a disease like that that you lose your hair. But I also know that you have millions of dollars in your fucking bank account. Uh, your husband that you cheated on what, last year, the year before, whatever it was, Forgave you for that. This dude's about to win an Oscar for King Richard. And that's not good enough for you. You got to have more and more and more. You can't take a lit. You can't take a fucking joke. I've heard a lot worse jokes get a lot less flashback. Okay. I mean, uh, if you've ever heard the Jimmy Carr uh, joke about Pete Davidson's dad. Uh, stuff like that, that was bad, you know, when he said, you know, the, the fire and 
Pete Davidson's dad died in 9-11. He made a big joke about it. But if you ever watch the celebrity roast on Comedy Central, there's a lot worse fucking people getting slammed for shit than your little pretentious, well, I can't help it, I'm bald shit. But you walk around bald, could have wore a wig, could have... Could have done a lot of things, but, you know, you're loud and proud out there with your bald head, but you can't take a, a, a fucking joke from a comedian about your head. So, and it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a bad joke, G.I. Jane 2, big fucking deal. But this has been four days of conversation now, and all the memes and everything else. The other thing I got about this is, what if that would have been, say, I don't know, just put it out there, Matthew McConaughey that walked up and smacked Chris Rock in his face. Would he be allowed to uh, sit back down in his chair, have no police presence whatsoever, go on his merry way and collect his little Oscar and do his bullshit speech and all that stuff if it was Matthew McConaughey? Fuck no. Now, the LAPD said they were there, they were ready to arrest him. And walk him out of there. And that's what should have happened. I mean, it's an assault case. And the only way... That's where I think a lot of those people think that it was staged. Because here you go, none of that happened. He got to sit there the rest of the night like nothing, nothing. He did nothing wrong. And it was almost like it was a skit at that point. So, it, And I, I still don't believe it is, but that's what a lot of people were basing their 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 theory on is that it was staged there for Chris Rock's not going to press charges, which he said he wouldn't. But I still don't know how you get to sit out there in the front row of the Oscars after you walk up on the stage and smack the fucking host. And then, you know, they're also worried about their little, uh, you know, people are also all worried about how people swear and swear words. Well, he's throwing F-bombs out there. Poor little, you know, innocent little Will Smith. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and all this shit. He, he gets all tough guy. Gets all tough guy with a with a fucking buck 40 fucking Chris Rock. Now, I guarantee if that would have been somebody of stature up there that would have been willing to fucking swing back, fucking Will Smith wouldn't have done a damn thing. He would have sat there. His wife would have chewed his ass when they got home. All that bullshit, you know, and it's like, it, and but that Jada is a fucking vindictive bitch, man. She just couldn't let it go as a joke. She had to make a fucking federal case about it, probably uh, challenging his masculinity that if he doesn't get up and do nothing, what good is he? You know, she can throw it back and August would have done something, you know, her, her side, man. But really, I just, and then Chris Rock, he, he, He's the bigger bitch to me because he apologized for making fun of her and he loves Will and Jay. You know, he loves all of those people and he didn't mean to do it. And here we go with the apology culture bullshit again. You got smacked. You got bitch slapped in front of the whole room and a bunch of people. And, you know, if the TikToks and shit count. Probably billions of people have seen that and laughed at your stupid ass for sitting up there and just, I won't say your name. I won't. I won't. You know, you're you're a coward. To, to not, not to not fight back. You're a coward for apologizing for taking a fucking smack. Fuck that. You didn't have nothing to apologize for. You're in the group now with Morgan Whalen and, and Luke Combs and all these fucks. That have apologized for dumb shit. And I like Chris Rock as an actor. I, I kind of like Will Smith, you know. But he, he's definitely turned into a bitch the last couple of years. And Chris Rock disappointed me. I mean, I know he's not a he's not a, a, a fighting man. He's a comedian. He's not a, a big guy. But you don't apologize for it. You just say, well, he did what he thought he needed to do. And you walk on. But no. But that's, you know, here or there. There's so much other shit going on. But this has garnered like four days of attention now. So I thought I, at least I got a hit on it. There's no way I could get around it. But now this disease, and I and I really wish I had wrote it down because it's it's a weird al alopecia. I think it's how you say alopecia, maybe. 
is the disease that causes hair loss that Jada's been struggling with, right? It's just, and it's not probably, it's probably just a coincidence here, but the Oscars were sponsored by Pfizer and Moderna. And, you know, everybody's, whoa, what's the Wu flu got to do with it? Now, I'm not talking about the Wu flu. I'm talking about the fact that Pfizer and Moderna, at least one of them, I can't remember which one, I think it was Pfizer, has a new treatment out for alopecia. And uh, they sponsored the Oscars. So that, that was another conspiracy theory about why there was such a big thing made about her disease because... You know, these guys were throwing the money behind the Oscars and they got this new treatment coming out and they wanted it to be in the forefront. This, you know, this disease that they now have uh, treatments for. Pretty far down the hole, I get it. I, pretty, I, I, do, I do understand that. But it's not out of the realm of possibilities with fucking Hollyweird, man. I mean, you give enough money to somebody, they're going to do whatever. Or you give threats to somebody and say, and say you do this or else. It's like taking a dive in boxing. So maybe those two fuckers both took a dive. I don't know. And uh, but I, you know, I was okay with hearing about it the first day or so. And I'm still on. I was pretty much on Team Rock from the beginning. But after he bitched out like he did, I said I don't give a fuck about either one of these guys. And it was a, a fucking joke. You know, he didn't even try to block it. He didn't respond at all. It's like, yeah, it just, it, it it was bullshit. And I hope it does tarnish his legacy, Will Smith legacy. I'll never look at him the same again. He's a bitch. Chris Rock, I won't look at him the same again either, unfortunately, because he's a bitch. So that's my spiel on the, the slap her around the world. And while this is going on, you know, we still have uh, the the Ukraine-Russia thing going on, and I'll talk about that. But the big, what I considered the bombshell of this week was Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> okay, so they have this hearing or whatever, Senate hearing or Congress or whatever the hell it was, but uh, Matt Gates was, you know, there, uh, Represent Senator Matt Gates or Representative, whatever he is, and like I said, I don't, I don't get these names all square because I just don't. I hear who they are, and and they're on, they're in some kind of a government hearing, and that's as far as I need to know, I guess. But he's not interviewing. I guess you could say he's asking questions of the head of cyber for the FBI. Now, you would think the head of cyber of the FBI that has a laptop that everybody and their brother is interested in, turned into them in December of 2019. Would keep that thing under such a stringent lock and key, it would be unbelievable. Like you would think it would be in a safe where only two people had, one person had half the combination, the other had the other half. Kind of like a NORAD missile launch key situation. Because you don't want anybody getting that laptop. And you don't want to be the one that says, oops. You know, well, where it is, I, I put it in, in the evidence locker. Now it's gone. Because that's uh, a big matzo ball left out there. For these fuckers that, you know, they, they lost a key piece of evidence against their boys, their boys boy. You know, the big man, as they call piss pants in, in the illegal shady dealings they do. But so Matt Gates was grilling this guy, asking him, do you know where the laptop is? No, we don't. So you're telling me as the head of cyber for the FBI, you do not have a clue of where this laptop is. No, I don't. And then he gets defensive and says he was brought here to describe the roles that are played by the cyber division of the FBI, not not about the Hunter Biden laptop. Well, too fucking bad, dude. Too fucking bad. Because you guys dropped the ball on something that we've said on the right side anyway. Has the key to a lot of bad shit. 
And I was one that didn't think this shit even existed. They had gotten rid of this fucking thing. It was long gone. So Matt Gates at this time is trying to put this, uh, the information from the laptop, he wants it put into evidence, you know, to be able to use it in a filing of criminal charges against uh, Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family. So it's kind of a big fucking deal. It's a matter of, you know, this is, and the same response you get from most of the MSNBC people and CNN is, well, Hunter Biden's not a government official. It's blah, blah, blah. Well, it's directly related if he's using Daddy Boy. And then if Daddy Boy's getting any kind of money or knew that he was getting, that Hunter was getting illegal money, it should be a fucking home run that it's a bad thing, right? So as he's pursuing this guy from the FBI, and he keeps saying he doesn't doesn't know where it's at, doesn't know where it is. So finally, Matt Gates said, "Well, I want to introduce into you know into evidence for future the contents of the laptop, which I have in my possession." So he has like a flash drive or a disk, and I hope he made a bunch of copies because you don't want him Clinton or Epstein or whatever you want to call it. But uh, so he has this information, and I guess it's pretty damning from what. They're saying it's like the the left's freaking out right now because there's a lot of shit on there that's not going to bode well for Mr. Biden, right? Including, you know, the, he's got these sexual tapes on there of, and he's got conversations with people, I guess, talking about his money he's getting from China, the money he was getting from the Ukraine, and it all ties back into this big, wonderful ball of shit that we got going on in, you know, uh, Europe and Asia right now with this whole invasion. So, yeah, it's kind of a big deal. And that was quickly overshadowed by, you know, a thousand memes a second of Will Smith and smacking Chris Rock and... You know, it didn't, it, it didn't even phase, you know, after they showed the after party and Will Smith's out there, turn, you know, he's out there just dancing, him and Jada just dancing, having a good old time. Fucker should have been in L.A. County prison or jail um, getting assault charges, but that would have been me. I would have pressed his ass and probably sued him for a bunch of money. So much money that I would never have to work again and I could well, slink off into the embarrassment hall like Chris Rock should be doing because he screwed the pooch. He was pretty bad about it. But anyway, we go back to the laptop and then Gates does that. And then, of course, they have to ask Jen Sucky, you know, Peppermint Patty about Hunter Biden's laptop. And, of course, she says, well, Hunter Biden's not employed by the the United States government, and I refer you to the DOJ, and I refer you to Hunter Biden's people because he's not, you know, a member of the government. That's how she slinks out of that, saying he's not employed by the government of the United States. Well, your boss is. Your boss is like the head of the United States, head of the free world. And if his kid's got stuff on there that implicates him in wrongdoings, don't you think you ought to speak up about it? Speak now or forever hold your, your peace because you're going to get grilled. I mean, she don't care because she's leaving anyway to go to, surprise, surprise, MSNBC. And, you know, I'm just really surprised. It's kind of off topic, but I'm real surprised Saki's so uh, Ukrainian-backed here because... Now they got a picture of her with one of them Russian hats on with the fucking hammer and sickle. Now, was that Photoshop? I don't know, but I just think it's funny that she's, uh, you know, very left liberal and supposedly has a fucking hammer and sickle on one of her hats. Oh, that was crazy, but anyway. So her poor uh, replacement, who looks like the last... Um, Secretary on the office. I don't know if I can't remember that girl's name. Not not Pam, but the one after Pam. This uh, new girl, she's trying to field these questions why Saki was off doing whatever. 
And she kept saying the same thing. It's like a broken record. Refer it to the DOJ. He's not employed by the government. Blah, blah, blah. But it's so hypocritical because, you know, they always grilled the Republican about, you know, Trump's collusion and stuff. And all these people that weren't employed by the government back when Trump was doing this stuff. And it's like, okay, whatever. It, it, it It's so easy to see their fucking hypocrisy now that it's unreal. I mean, it's just out in the open. They don't try to hide it. So, I mean, Hunter Biden could be in a little bit of trouble here. I mean, he's uh, getting <laughs> this stuff comes out and it's real bad. I mean, if Biden knew about all the shady dealings with China and Ukraine, and if he knew that he was doing it illegal, because, you know, when Biden was uh, debating Trump for the 2020 election, they asked that question. You know how Hunter was getting money from China, he got money from Russia, he got money from the Ukraine, you know, worked for Burisma, was getting paid $166,000 a fucking month for something he knew nothing about. And worked there for like 13 months. So he walks away with a couple million dollars from this Burisma deal. And he gets supposedly three and a half million dollars from the mayor of St. Petersburg, Russia's fucking wife. Then he supposedly gets five million dollars from communist China. So he's floating in money. And, and, you know, of course, he says infamously on the Ukrainian part of it that we got to give 10 percent to the big man. And they think Joseph Pisspants Biden Jr. is the big man. So I don't know how we can blow it off to the DOJ when it could be the president. This could be the worst thing ever to happen. And they've been blowing it off since it came out that this was Russian disinformation. That this laptop was all bullshit and it was a Russian disinformation Biden said that at the debate that he had no his his son did nothing immoral, immoral, he did nothing illegal, and that he knew nothing about any dealings with Chinese, Russian, or Ukrainian government. Piss pants fucked and screwed up there because if they find he did anything, then he just lied to every American person there is. Straight out. I mean, and it's not like a lie, like you know, asking you what you ate for lunch. You don't want to say pizza, so you say, I had a Greek salad. That's not the kind of lie I'm talking about. I'm talking about we're over there giving fucking billions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars to the Ukraine to supposedly arm them to fight against this horrible this rampant Russian government, right? This fucking horrible dictator and Putin and all this shit. We're giving all this money to them. And if they find out he had shady dealings in the Ukraine, which we should already know. I mean, he had that prosecutor fired with a bribe. I'm not going to give you guys a billion dollars if this guy doesn't get fired. And they fired him. That should have been a, a fucking ding, ding, ding moment for a lot of people. But it wasn't. But if they find out he's been funneling money through there for eight years now, how the fuck is that not treasonous? And spending all our, throwing all our money to the Ukraine? That's fucking treason. To me, it's it's unbelievable. You guys get pissed at Trump for sending some mean tweets and and having some unethical business before he was president? Like Trump University? Yeah, it was fucking bad. Did he have a lot of bankruptcies? Sure. Because he used the system that was set up the way it was. Are you telling me that there's not hundreds of thousands of people that use bankruptcy? Yeah, I'm not justifying that he's uh, a great human being, but he knew how to run a business and he knew how to do this and that. But this is a lie of epic proportions because now... The collusion in Russia was an absolute fucking failure on the left side. They tried to tell us that this laptop was Russian and disinformation. And now it might all come out that bad boy Joey had been playing fucking fool all along. 
and he's fucked up beyond belief now. Now, I would think they're going to go to any extreme they can not to have this laptop information reach the light of day. Now, does that go as far as killing people? I'm sure it does, because that's why I say, Matt Gates. I hope you have a hell of a security system. Because I think it could get real ugly as far as this laptop goes. Now, on the other other hand, they're going after Russia full force now. Because they're trying to get, in my mind, they're, they're just trying to get Putin defeated and not wanting to do his part. And they want to keep this rah-rah Ukraine up. You know, like uh, Blinken uh, he is the defense secretary, whatever he is. He's saying that now Putin's doing war crimes, you know, and he's he's lied and finagled his way and it was supposed to be pulling his troops out and all this stuff. And he's not and he's bombing shit. And, you know, I I guess I guess my thing is. All the sympathy these guys are trying to pour into Ukraine. And I've said it before on here and I'll say it again. I fell into that too. I, I was pro-Ukraine at the beginning. I was like, I don't understand why Putin would do this. He must be crazy. He must be trying to recreate the Soviet Union. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I realized, you know, th this is exactly, they want, they want to be able to use a laundering system like we need to save the Ukraine. And Putin said numerous times, numerous times now, that this is to rid the Ukraine, to liberate them from the neo-Nazi regime that runs their country, that infiltrated the Ukraine and is still prominent. The whole Zelensky regime is corrupt as fuck. Now, They've been corrupt. If you watch anything about the past of the Ukraine, they are a very corrupt country, dude. And they've been this way for a long time. And Putin's always said, do not, you know, in his own words in interviews, the promise from NATO was no further east than the Ukraine. I mean, Ukraine was the limit. He was not giving up the Ukraine. But here they go. They get around everybody around there, Poland, and so they're lining up missiles at his door. So he's just supposed to sit there and let them line missiles up at the door. So I mean, how would the United States feel if Russia put a bunch of fucking missiles five miles off the coast of Alaska? How would they feel if we put them on the Canadian United States border, or the Mexican United States border, or at the edge of Cuba? How do you think the United States would respond to Russia doing that to us? Would they not try to take the head off the fucking snake? Which in this case for Russia is the Ukraine. And the bleeding hearts, you know, telling me that I'm so full of shit, the hate mail. You know, but it's like, okay, where, where was the sympathy for Yugoslavia? You know, when they were getting ass-raped and fucking invaded, where was all the sympathy from the United States for that? Oh, because we didn't have nothing, no involvement there. Why? Okay. What about Kosovo? Did we, did we have a lot of uh, pray for Kosovo fucking shit going around when they got invaded? I, do I, I just refresh my memory if I'm fucking incorrect here. Did we have a bunch of Kosovo bleeding heart shit going on? I don't remember that we did. And even Iraq. We bombed the fucking piss out of Iraq because they had weapons of mass destruction. You know, good old WMD. Guess what? They didn't have weapons of mass destruction. And we bombed the living piss out of them for their oil. I mean, this is just get brass tacks. We brought, we bombed them for the fucking oil and power over them. And for whatever other godly reason we had to fucking do it. But, you know, I don't hear no sympathy for the Iraqi people. 
very few anyway. You know, you got always got the anti-America people in America that do that. But and, you know, Yugoslavians, that nah, they don't fucking matter. Kosovo people, they don't fucking matter. All oh, the Ukraine, oh, the all my, we're just getting pushed and propaganda shoved down our fucking throat. Anti-Russian propaganda, pro-Ukraine propaganda. You know, it, it, it's fucking almost sickening at this point. We didn't do this for any of these other countries. Why? Because they need the Ukraine to succeed here. They absolutely need the Ukraine to succeed. Now, Ukraine is going at any cost because they know if they get fucking caught up in this, their corrupt ass is going to get eliminated too. But it's not the good Ukrainian people. Because I do feel sorry for the people that have no clue what's going on in your country. I have no sympathy at all for Azov and all these other groups. The neo-Nazi groups that are causing all the friction. And, you know, I've just seen too many videos already of people that are there, including other countries like France. France. You know, Zelensky's calling France, France fucking cowards because they won't send more people to help him. But they got interviews with French people over there that said the Russians aren't even the ones they're fighting. The Ukrainian army's bombing the shit out of their own country. These neo-Nazi groups and the Ukrainian army combined... Like I said, call my like I said, call me Mikey Damas. I've already said this a couple episodes back. They're doing whatever they can to blame Russia for everything, just like Piss Pants is doing. Piss Pants blames Russia for every fucking thing. He's went as far as today, even today, as saying not only is Biden responsible or <laughs> Biden, fuck, we wish Putin is responsible for, you know, the Putin price hike and the gas prices are crazy out of the way because of Vladimir Putin and only Vladimir Putin's fault. Now he's blaming him for the food shortages too. So it's like, it, none of that shit, he said all that shit was had, you know, in it was in transit when he started lining his troops up at the border. And, you know, and it's like, are you going to not blame Putin for everything? I mean, Gas prices were already up. A big part of the food shortage shit is because the convoys were fucking blocking them in protest from the Wu flu. And that was your fucking fault that you let it drag on two years. It was part of the plan. And the plan's failing. It's, it's, it's funny because if this all comes out about the laptop and all some heads start rolling... And they start naming names in this shit. That could be the end of the New World Order, which wouldn't bother me at all. Now, you're going to get a lot of blowback from that, from Klaus Schwab and fucking Gates and Soros and Rothschild and all these cocksuckers that want this more than anything. You know, the New World Order has to happen. It's just the Great Reset has to happen. Now, the Great Reset, is it the exact same as the NWO? I don't know. Is it something that could be done and could be a good thing? Part of part of the NWO? I don't know. Desara Nasara? I wish they'd let me know six months in advance because I'd go out and buy a half a million dollar house and brand new cars and wipe my debt clean. Sure, start over. You know, the economy can't get any worse. You know, of course you can't tell a liberal you can't tell a liberal that. Because they're spouting how great Biden's doing. He's created all these jobs. And he's doing such a great job. You know, you can't get rid of jobs for a virus and then people go back to work. You can't call that creating jobs. But you fuckers do. That's the only reason you've got any job growth is because people are fucking having to go back to work because the fucking gravy train's over. You're not getting the stimmies anymore. That's why you're going And it's not creating jobs. It's fucking going back to work. But I'm crazy. I'm the conspiracy theorist. Oh my fucking God. It's just unbelievable that we're so far out of the the niche with this. Now, they, they spout about this 
I wanted to talk, go back and talk here for a second about the collusion, Russia collusion, right? In 2016. So now, the FEC, Federal Election Commission, have decided to fine the DNC and the Clinton, Hillary Clinton, for the collusion hoax. Because they feel that they wasted their time and money. So now you tell me how a federal commission would have any kind of leg to stand on by fining the Democratic National Convention and the Hillary Clinton for hoax if it wasn't absolutely fucking true. That it was all a fucking play. And we all know now that it was. They just couldn't handle that they lost. They didn't have their little Ukrainians in place to fucking block it. They waited for 2020 to do that. And that's what I believe now is the Ukraine had a lot of dealings in this election. Here we were looking everywhere else. Russia, China, all these other places. The Dominion machines. We were looking in the wrong fucking spots. Germany, everything that you know, these servers went to. And here it was. Good old corrupt Ukraine is where I think all that shit happened. And it was stolen pretty viciously. And and it has to boil down to the Ukraine. You know, it, it's like, I don't know. It just seems funny because we keep getting all these conspiracy theories and they end up coming true. You know, like I said, Last episode, an unconfirmed truth. They're being confirmed now. So, yeah, I'm running out of fucking conspiracy theories here. Because I don't have any more that aren't coming true. So it's, you know, craziness. But, you know, we're in the uh, oil uh, crisis. As I talked about the gas prices, you know. And all Putin's fault. Well, Piss Pants decided, you know, he's going to open the reserves. You know, our natural reserves are, he called it a wartime bridge, is what he's saying. So he's going to open up the reserves for a million barrels of oil a day for six months. So 180 million barrels of oil to try to ease our pain at the pumps, right? And he kept saying, I'm doing something that will affect it today, you know, but it's not, it's not going to affect it today. It takes, it's like April 13th, I think, uh, will be the earliest that they start getting any oil from him, whatever. I get it. You know, it's just the way he speaks. It's not really lying. It's just eh, tweaking the truth a little bit. But it's the largest ever in our history of reserves being opened. And the, you know, bridging the gap, the wartime bridge and going to electric, you know, trying to reduce these fossil fuels, these nasty fossil fuels and going to the clean energy and the electricity and, the, you know, the solar and the wind and the, and the rain and all this bullshit. I mean, it's same old stuff. And, you know, it all boils down to doing better for the environment. And therefore, we lie into... The biggest hoax of all time. Number one on the list. The climate change. And there he starts spouting about the climate change again. Like Johnny Boy Carey did the other day with the, you know, we can't forget about the climate change. Even though we're in the middle of a fucking military operation over here trying to butt our nose in the fucking business we don't need to be in over in Russia. But now, you know, this is their latest thing that go back to the climate. And I told you, I fucking said it how many fucking times till I'm blue in the face that they will go back and forth between climate change and the fucking woo flu to fit their agenda, to get in their, into their narrative. And that's exactly what you're seeing. He's talking about this fucking climate change. Like that's what we got to worry about in the middle of a, uh, you know, his son, the crackhead, fucking all these nasty sex tapes with his niece and all this other shit that's on that 
fucking laptop, I can only imagine the kickbacks from foreign countries. And that's just the, the tip of the iceberg with these fucking pedophile Luciferian fucks. The Illuminati, the Cabal, whatever you want to call these cocksuckers. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. But, you know, you, you got Kerry this last week. You got fucking Biden this week talking about the stupid climate change again. The biggest fucking hoax. And if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about climate change and the hoax of that, you know they're wanting to do this national emergency. Chuck Schumer wants a national emergency executive order for climate emergency. This is the keep shit they keep trying to push is for this fucking horrible stupid shit. You know, and in in the middle of all this, he's he's talking about all this in the middle of all this. It's funny because in this week, in the week, randomly, he passes this bill that makes uh, lynching. <laughs> I know I'm all over the place, but I just, I'm just, I'm drinking a few beers tonight. I just want to get it all. I was going to do two parts of this. And I was like, I'm going to fit it all into one. I'm just fucking rambling. I'm rambling and I, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. But now, you know, he wanted all this shit. They want all this shit jumbled up into a nice big pie of garbage they want. You know, the, the, they keep doing the collusion with the, the Russia thing ran out, then they went to Woo Flu, then they go to, you know, the black-white thing, then they go to the climate hoax again, then they go back to the Woo Flu and the climate hoax and the Woo Flu and the climate hoax. And it will keep going back and forth as long as it's allowed to happen that way. And I don't know what else we have to do to block this shit. The the whole climate hoax is is, is was hit on this week, right? So the next thing you're going to have, of course, is the woo flu. And we had the re resurrection of Lord Fauci. Uh, last week or the week before, whatever it was, telling us that it's not over, that it's not going to be over, and it could always come back, it could come back strong, it could come back harder than it was, and blah, 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 and, you know, they had to pass this bill, because we had to put a bunch more money into the COVID, the COVID relief money, because, you know, we got to be ready for the next time, well, it's like, we're still fucking around with the COVID hoax. So number three on the list and number one on the list are fighting for attention. I'm I'm kind of waiting to see what NASA comes up with. And I think they even had an announcement this week about something. I don't listen to like whatever NASA says anymore, but they're, you know, because I believe they're number two on the list of hoaxes, the moon landing and the Mars fucking shit and all that. I just don't buy it, I, and I just don't buy it. And it it it'll come back to the COVID when when this shit wears out. The Ukraine Russia thing comes to a, a head, or they feel like they're gonna get exposed and lose it. They'll have a, a lockdown so they can try to fix this shit. It's gonna be the worst ever. It's gonna be ten times worse than the Wu flu. They'll release some bullshit on their people. They won't call it genocide here, though. They'll just call it, you know, uh, adaptable learning for us. Uh, we got to learn to listen to what they say and be afraid all the time and and just live in fear. And that's, that's fucking not the way America was supposed to be. It's not the way it should be. But right now, that's the way it is for a lot of people. They fucking scared to death out here. And it, it just seems funny that, you know, in the middle of the week... When he made that lynching law, you know what the what we're allowed to <laughs> the government's allowed to lynch people for treason. <laughs> so if you're in the in the highest office in the world and you commit treason, the punishment for that is lynching. Is he trying to save his own skin? This just seems fucked up timing to me. We've had lynching for how many years and civil rights movements and all the George Floyd bullshit went through and Breonna Taylor. All the, 
you don't think about stepping in, maybe not doing a lynching law then, but now you do it as you're in deep fucking shit. That's my philosophy anyway. I think he's in deep shit. This dude is fucking drawing at straws. And, you know, they said, no, no, you know, and I, I know people, I believe me, I hear it, that I'm so far-fetched and this and that. And, you know, I make up all these fucking theories and, and none of them ever come true and yada, yada. But, you know, it just seems funny that Putin and, and you know, Trump were somewhat cordial to each other. Do you remember the soccer ball when they when they met? together one time and Putin had the soccer ball and then he he kind of threw it to Trump a little bit and Trump looked at the ball blah, blah. my conspiracy theory mind's telling me that that's Donald the ball is in your court if you need me to help you drain the swamp that's what I will do but I gotta get through this you know that's what he's thinking now anyway is I'll gladly help you drain the swamp, but uh, I need to get through this little Ukraine problem here because Ukraine's saying Zelensky was on TV today saying he's not giving up an inch. They're not giving up any of their territories. There is no compromise. But they keep wanting to join. They you know, keep asking for NATO help. They keep pushing for us to get involved. Every day they're pushing, pushing, pushing. And that's what's going to end up probably happening because... Biden and his crime family are going to be against the wall. They're going to say the only way we can dodge this shit is to get involved in a war and try to cover up like a dog covers his shit in the yard. And that's what they're going to have to do because it's it's going to come out. It's got to come out. You know, this laptop hasn't just fucking circulated around if nothing was on it. If it was a bunch of YouTube videos and uh, pictures of his ex-wife and kids or whatever it wouldn't be national news every fucking day i mean it's, i guess i can't say that because you know will smith making a slap lasted four fucking days already and that's not even over that shit's still going on but you know when i say that when i said at the beginning of the podcast i hate's a strong word i fucking hate how this country's being manipulated by the left now, that's something I can get behind. And I've never met any of these fuck sticks that are running the country. But I can't say I, I know for a fact I wouldn't like them. But I would probably hate them. I mean, and, and I don't like to hate anybody. And I don't hate anybody that I currently know. But I could see myself hating them motherfuckers. Because all this shit is, is just out of whack. Now, the other big thing this week... Now that I'm thinking about it, was the was the whole Clarence Thomas's wife with Mark Meadows or Matt Meadows, whoever it was, the text messages, okay? Uh, AOC and all the people squawking about these text messages, but the text messages were kind of, I mean, they were to me they were fucking great, but I mean I don't know what validity there was, but it talked about the twelve. Uh, Oh, fuck. You got me blanking out. 12. There's 12 something. <laughs> I'll get it in a minute. I, I wrote it down somewhere here, but uh, I don't know if I can find it right now. So I might have to come back to that. But it was it was a big uh, news item for like a day or two. Not like a Will Smith news item, but like a day or two. They had uh, container ships outside of Guantanamo, and they had these fucking people that were going to be in there, and they were going to have government... Uh, military tribunals and oh it was the I got it now I just fucking mind I mind farted out big time 12 states had watermarked ballots and it was a white hat sting operation that they had set up with Trump to you know we'd heard this before that there was watermarked ballots but to the extent I did not know that it was 12 states and all this stuff and they they failed miserably, and all these people were going to be arrested and detained at Guantanamo. Everybody thought like that was current, though. That was the problem. They all thought, oh, she sent these this week, and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, oh, it was the January 6th thing comes in. Of course, 
has to be around then because, you know, everybody, January 6th, still the worst fucking day in fucking history. Oh, my God, these motherfuckers. Worst fucking day ever. And then, you know, of course, Pelosi and all these idiots and fucking Clarence Thomas should be fucking removed from the Supreme Court and charged and all this bullshit from what his wife did and yada, yada. And then, speaking of Supreme Court, you know, they had the... uh Hearings for to nominate this Jackson. Uh, I can't remember her. Katari, Katari Jackson, maybe, or something like that. Judge. And I know Lindsey Graham, he's kind of a piece of shit. And he, at times, he's a flip-flopper. And I remember the one interview where he said, there's no way you can't like Joe Biden, and he's such a good guy, and all this stuff. Not politically, but, you know, as a person. And maybe Joe's like a fucking grandpa, but I, I don't see it. I think he's an asshole. From everything I've ever seen, interacting with people, you know, the clap for that, you stupid bastards, and all this shit. You know, anyway, but Lindsey Graham, never, I've never been a fan of this guy, right? He, he fucked Trump over when he used him to get reelected, and then he backed, you know, backed off and voted for him to be impeached or whatever. Well, he, he came out this week and said he wasn't going to nominate this Katari Jackson for the Supreme Court because of her liberal views, for one, that he could see. And then they had the whole, she can't, I, she can't define what a woman is, which that was kind of a, a shocking thing. She didn't want to piss anybody off. I get it. She didn't want to say it's a, it's a woman born with a vagina and boobs and all that. And it's like, and can't can't be a woman any other way. But she would not answer the question uh, how you define what being a woman is. So that was part of his problem. And then her leniency on child pornography cases and her leniency on pedophiles in her past and in the way she's felt bad about sentencing people that were pedophiles. And so, Lindsay, you might actually got something right for once in your fucking southern ass you know, backstabbing motherfucking life, you might have gotten this one correct. Because that's, yeah, we don't need somebody that's lenient on pedophilia, but that's why the left loves her. Because they're all want to be, oh, they want to be peace and love and freedom and teaching our kids in the fifth grade what a racist is and what a vagina is and that you can be anything you want to be. You can be a man, you can be a woman. This is fucking kindergarten, first grade. It's disgusting. It's as, it's as bad as critical race theory and, uh, and all this shit that kids don't need to be learning. They're not learned. They don't, they're, they're not born racist. You've got to teach them to be racist and you got to teach them to be these free loving trans pedophilia fucking loving people. Now trans people ain't all that way. I know. Don't get on me. I got, I don't want no more hate mail about that either. Cause I told you from get go, I don't, I don't, care about transgender I don't, I don't understand it and i ain't gonna support it same time i don't think you know pedophilia is 10 times worse than transgender fucking million times i let a trans person walk on by and do their life if i know you're a pedophile and i have a chance to ruin your fucking life i'll do it i'm just saying big difference to me between the two but, you know i got a couple more things i want to hit on and i really don't want to do a part two so we're just going to hit on them real quick here. Christina Fang. Now, otherwise known as Fang Fang, you know, a Russian, or not a Russian, Chinese spy that was involved with Eric Swalwell, the senator, California, all kinds of dirt on this fucking guy, right? And she's a, a writer in China. She retreats back to China, lets it go on, and she's going to, she could blow the fuck a wide open shit, right? This lady was, they were scared of her. They were scared of Christina Fang. And she had all the goodies on them. All the goodies. Well, just so happens a, a, a plane out of China was coming. And 132 people, sadly, plane crash, which we all know plane crashes happen. 132 people died on this plane crash. 
the first and at the time the only identified person on this flight was Christina Fang. So, okay, you think, Mike, well, shit happens, there's a plane crash. That's not the left's fault that there was a plane crash. So, absolutely. I know that ain't, that ain't the left's fault. I'm not pushing that on the left. But when you watch a video of the crash, and there are several, and I see a plane coming down, straight the fuck down, not at an angle, not even trying to seemingly avoid crashing. But you're coming down, drop fucking straight down angle. No angle, just whatever you call that up, straight, straight vertical. And <laughs> then you see it at the very end, try to pull up and then go straight back down, blast into the ground. Seems fishy. Seems fucking fishy. Now, they supposedly have the black box or something, and they're going to investigate that. But at the time, Christina Fang's the only one identified. It just seems funny that he was Eric Swalwell's side bitch and the spy, and this was years ago. And supposedly, she had written, you know, written all this stuff or had a journal or collection of it or something. It almost makes you wonder if she had it on her person when that happened. I, do, I don't know. But, I mean, I watched the video. It's like, it's fucking suspicious, dude. Very suspicious to me. Anyway, you want to look more into that? Christina Fang, otherwise known as Fang Fang. And the last one for today's episode, you know, the uh, Fool's Day matinees what I'm calling this so I'll call this one because it is April Fool's Day people talk shit about their own country sometimes you know they talk uh, in America I, I still love my country I just hate the government right now and I've, I have a problem with the government at certain other times too it's not all piss pants but just mostly but I'm a big person when I play in the flat you know American Anthem at, at a sporting event Always wanted to play that, you know, I never minded it. I stood with my, I take my hat off, I do the whole spiel. Because it's, we're, we're very blessed to be in this country, to be able to do sport, you know, sporting events like this. People making a lot of money doing this stuff. And we get to enjoy it, you know, NFL, NBA, whatever you're into, MLB. And we had, the, you know, the bullshit over the last few years where they won't play the anthem anymore, blah, blah, blah. Well, one of the ones that said they didn't want the anthem played at their, games was Brittany Griner. Now, if you don't know who Brittany Griner is, she's a WNBA basketball player, like a six foot ten girl. Good basketball player. I remember her from Baylor. She's a hell of a basketball player. But she never wanted the anthem being played because, you know, her black pride and all this shit. Well, she uh, had some drugs in her possession in Russia. And now... Sits in a Russian prison and get, is facing 10 years in prison for whatever she had, weed or whatever it fucking was. And I'd just like to ask her right now, how badly, how badly would you like to hear the national anthem being played right now, you pretentious fucking fucking piece of shit oh glorified fucking athlete smack talking the fucking United States national anthem just because you think you're oppressed making hundreds of thousands of dollars to play basketball now you're sitting in a Russian prison how's it feel I bet you'd love to hear that fucking anthem right now wouldn't you but anyway Getting off on a tangent. Don't want to do that. So, been nice spending the night with you. Stick around for the next episode. Now it's uh, the Zero Hour 2021 at gmail.com. As always, trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hours.